0: You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College, A.J. Black, editor and publisher of bcbulletin.com. Today, we have a great interview that you're going to want to check out. We talked to Richard Jurgen III, a former defensive lineman for both Clemson and Boston College. He's going to talk to us about his journey through college football and his new foundation. We're also going to talk about the news, which is what we always start with. So if you have not done so already, please go to your local podcast directory. Make sure you hit subscribe. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating. We really do appreciate that. All right. So for news, it was another quiet day at Boston College, except for basketball. More bad news on the COVID-19 front, as two more games have been postponed for Boston College. That game would be the Wednesday game against Clemson and the Saturday game against Louisville. Now, Boston College now has had four games in a row postponed by uh, by COVID-19. And they have officially, it sounds like, according to The Globe and Herald, have been uh, paused. That means that there's a active COVID case. You know, everyone is social distancing and quarantined. And they will not be safe to play again until everyone is cleared to, to, to go out. Four games is a lot. Now, Jim Christian, in a teleconference today, talked about how they're viewing these games. He said... I think they're going to do everything they can to reschedule the games. I think they're going to try everything to do everything that they can. Now, four games is a lot. And, you know, I don't know if it has to do with wins or losses or if they're just going to try their best to get them in. But, you know, with Boston College at the bottom of the of the ACC, and they're, they're a tough team, they're, they're struggling right now. Is it really that important to make up four games? I mean, I guess so. You're going to get the revenue from television that's kind of why a lot of this is playing but you know if they're struggling I don't it's not the best idea to have BC playing you know three games in a week when you know they're they're training at a two game a week you know clip. So it's interesting to see if Boston College will get those games back in um, or if they're just gonna end up being canceled Now with four games off, Boston College, has caught up with a lot of other schools in terms of their COVID uh, postponements. They're they're right there with a lot of the other schools. And, um, you know, it's kind of a bummer because, you know, you saw what Boston College Football was able to do. They, they went through 11 games with no issues. And I think that was kind... We've always talked about that being kind of the gold standard for college athletics. You know, Jeff Hafley had that team clicking. Now, it's safe to say right now... COVID rates are very very high. And I'm not going to get into all the specifics because I'm going to get yelled at uh, if I talk about COVID too much, but it it there's a lot more cases. The the positive cases are rising and you're seeing it all over college ho- uh, basketball and college sports right now where there's teams that are just missing sports. So it, it just seemed inevitable that it was going to hit Boston College, but it still stinks to see it because you know you know, you don't wanna see people sick and you wanna see them healthy and you wanna see you know, they're putting their they're putting their health at risk to play these games. And it, it takes a lot of self discipline and work to get them to this point. And it could have just been a small mistake. It couldn't have been a mistake at all. It could've just been, you know, something just happened and they and then all of a sudden it starts to spread through the team. But, you know, from me, I just wanna wish the team, the staff, uh, best wishes and hopefully they get healthy soon. Time for some more hockey talk. I know we love talking hockey. And as I've mentioned before, I am not a puckhead. I do not know. I'm not into the ins and outs of hockey. I just love watching it. I think it's a fun sport to watch. And one of the best, one of my favorite things at Boston College is going to a hockey game, getting a jacket on, going to Kelly rink and watching Jerry York do his thing. 1,100 wins for Jerry York. That is insane. <laughs> he, you know he is one of the, the, the most prolific coaches in any sport and he's at Boston College. They should, and speaking of prol- prolific coaches, after Boston College beat Yukon at stores, there's a picture of Jerry York and Gino Yoriyama, the Huskies legendary uh, women's basketball coach. and it was like the caption was from Yukon and it was like 2,200 wins between the two of them. It was incredible. You know, it was one of those moments where, you know, you saw greatness in one picture. I love seeing that. Well, I had said yesterday I did not know whether BC hockey would stay number one in the country, especially with both North Dakota and Minnesota winning out the weekends. Well, they did. The, the margin got a lot smaller, but Boston College is still number one in the country. We don't know who they're going to play next weekend because Hockey East hasn't announced it yet. But that's great. It's now two weeks in a row at the number one spot. And that's after a tie slash loss. In UConn, they always play BC hockey well. I don't know if it's Mike Cavanaugh, their head coach, who has Jerry York roots. But that the ice bus, they always play BC well. So I'm glad that BC is done with them, hopefully for the year. And they could move on to somebody else. So we'll find out who they are playing next. No real football news today. Um, again, we're waiting on the ACC schedule. But I wanted to just tell you, I I love finding new articles, and I love following, you know, the coaching coaching staffs of years past. Jeremy Mouse of Mountain West uh, Connection Wire on USA Today. He gives he you know he covers all the Mountain West schools, so that covers Colorado State. I was interested. I always love to see what they're saying about Steve Adazio because he started off rough. And they graded all the new coaching hires in the Mountain West Conference. I believe there were six new coaches in the conference, which is crazy. Steve Adazio was in there and they gave grades. You know, the new coach at Fresno State got a B. You saw some other schools that had, you know, right in around the middle. And then there's Steve Adazio with a D. And it talked about how. He already messed up the quarterback situation because they had a quarterback that could throw. He decided to go with the ground and pound. That messed everything up because he didn't have the right uh, personnel to do that. And he did, you know, he lost a bunch of games. Then they had all of those allegations against him. So it was not a good start, and Mouse talked about it and gave him a D plus. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And, and also in Adazio news, he also lost his def- uh, offensive coordinator who just left the school. Uh, so he's going to be looking for a new offensive coordinator. Again, don't worry about any BC people. I doubt. The only person that's left on the staff that plays offense that would be someone he could take would be Richie Ganell. I doubt Ganell is going to go to Colorado State. So you'll see maybe, like, maybe Frank Leonard comes out of whatever – uh, retirement he's in, or Brian White, who's still with him at Colorado State. Uh, some, So some old BC people could possibly be his next um, offensive coordinator, or he could just do what he did last time. I think he hired uh, Ball State's offensive coordinator when he headed out to um, Colorado State. So in a moment, we're going to do a two-part segment where we talk to Richard Yergin, Uh And we'll I'll kind of preface it at the beginning of next segment about what his career is like and kind of give you a better feel of what he did and what he went through. But before we do, let me tell you about betonline.ag. The big game is in two weeks, and there's going to be lots of action that you can take, whether it's the Bucks, whether it is the Chiefs, the Lines, all those prop bets, you can get them all at betonline.ag. And this is the one place that has you covered and the one place we trust on the Locked On Network. Now, betonline.ag, they have everything whether it's the NHL the NBA college basketball politics MMA you name it they have it and on top of all that they have a industry best 50% welcome bonus all you need to do is head on over to betonline.ag sign up for a free account make your first deposit and they're going to match it uh, they're going to give you a 50% welcome bonus so if you put in 200 bucks they can give you $100. Now, that is like a win right off the bat. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on that action, and don't forget to use the promo code locked On to receive 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Now, I started at Locked On about two months ago, and I am excited about the newest addition to this network that is always growing. I'm going to tell you about Locked On Today. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. For instance, yesterday they had their first podcast and they talked to... About the Celtics and their game, and they had John Corrales from Locked On Celtics. They had the experts from Locked On Chiefs. They had everything. So they do it in a nice quick format, too. So start your day with all the sports you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today, wherever you get your podcasts. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. If you are not already, please follow us on Twitter at LockedOnBC and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Boston College SI. Now, I'm going to have our interview start in just a moment with Richard Jurgen the Third, but I kind of want to preface it and give you a little bit of background on him because we only got about 10 minutes to talk, and I want to give you more information on what he is about. So, Richard Jurgen grew up in Florida. He uh, ended up at Clemson, and this was a kid that was a four-star recruit that had offers everywhere. You know, he could have picked between Florida State, Auburn. He ended up at Clemson. Now, when he played defensive line, and he was on one of the championship teams at Clemson, I think 2017 with Deshaun Watson, and he didn't play a huge role on that team. As you'll hear later, he played, you know, he, he knew at Clemson that he had to kind of hold his his own and, and, and wait for his turn. Um, But, you know, he he got the experience with the Tigers, and then the the unfortunate happened. If you hadn't heard about it, right, I think it was like four months after the Clemson uh, National Championship, he was in a serious car accident and one so bad that they never thought he'd play football again. Now, he had massive neck injury, and as you know, the neck is not an area to play around with. Doctors wouldn't clear him. He rehabbed hard to get back onto the field. And he found a program that believed that he was safe to play. He ended up at Boston College. Now, he had quite the year for Boston College. You know, he was not the starting defensive lineman for Boston College. That was, you know, last year it was Valdez and Brandon Barlow. And, you know, you saw other guys playing. But he played in all 13 games for the Eagles last year with 15 tackles and a sack for the Eagles and you know that was a testament in itself for for Jurgen to make it that far to be able to to say that i you know he could play a whole healthy season now we'll talk to him a little bit about what happens after that because he didn't end up going to the NFL you know, he didn't have the season to do that, but he did something really special. And I think we're gonna, that was the reason why Richard and I kind of connected for this interview. We wanted to talk about that. So enjoy the interview. Um, it's going to interrupt in the set in the middle for a little segment break, but you're going to uh, ho- and I'll jump back in, in the end and, and give some more thoughts on this interview. AJ Black, this is Locked On Boston College. With me, I have Richard the III, a former Boston College and Clemson defensive lineman He's going to talk to us a little bit about his journey through Boston College and Clemson and his new foundation that he started post-graduation. Richard, how you doing?
1: I'm doing well. You know, I really can't complain. Um, you know, it's it's been a very eventful year um, and we're off to the start of a new year. So just high hopes and positive expectations.
0: Great, great. Yeah, that's the way you got to look at things at this point. You know, things are a little bit shaky, but... Your perception of how you deal with things is how the world's going to react to you. So, I want to talk to you talk to you a little bit about your life. So, you grew up in Florida and ended up at Clemson. Um, you played there for a couple of years. You won a national championship. What were some of the lessons you learned about yourself playing for the Tigers?
1: I definitely learned um, the the value and meaning of hard work um, and 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 resiliency and um you know learning to be a team player right because at clemson um unlike a lot of programs you kind of have to pay your dues um you know it it, it's it's one thing to be highly rated and all of that stuff but it's another thing to come in and prove yourself um and that potential that you know uh colleges like clemson invest in and you have to develop that craft so just kind of, you know, learning to be patient while waiting for my opportunity was, was one of the challenges um, that I faced.
0: And so you were there for a couple of years, you got some, you got some playing time, and then of course there was the car accident. And that was, right. that was a big moment in your life. You had to go through quite a bit of rehab. Can you kind of talk about, you know, what was going through your mind as you're going through this extensive rehab to get, you know, get yourself back to where you want to be in your life?
1: Um, definitely, right, the the mindset of having to push through adversity, Um, and that that requires a a level of commitment and focus that that quite honest, uh, very few have in order to be able to put themselves back in a position that, you know, is is playing at the highest level, and that requires a lot, um, let alone trying to live a life where, you know, you don't have pain and, and and all of those things so that that process was very very um very critical um, and it, it, it took some time
0: right right and so you you worked hard and you you must have you you found that grit inside yourself to get to that point and then you got the the news that you're going to be able to play again and you ended up right. at boston college what was it that drew you to boston college
1: uh, definitely the opportunity. I mean, you know, a lot of schools were concerned, you know, with the neck injury and things okay. of that nature. And um, Coach Adazio and I, we had a conversation and we hit it off right away. And I knew after you know uh, a few a few days of um, you know speaking back and forth and um, immediately traveling up to take a visit that it was it was a match made in heaven.
0: And you you know you ended up at Boston College. You earned your second master's at BC, correct?
1: Oh, I, I'm. Uh, I, I started my master's in healthcare administration, but I have yet to finish.
0: Oh, okay, okay. And so yes, you you got to play all thirteen games. You finished with uh, 15, 13 tackles, and a sack with the Eagles. What was your favorite moment on the fields uh, in Chestnut Hill?
1: Uh, I would definitely say the the <clears throat> the red bandana game um, because yep. one that was senior night, and that was also a very, very, very important game to our fan base at uh, Boston College. And, you know, for, for me, although it, it didn't end with the result that we would have liked for it it ended in, um, you know, that was my last moment, um, you know, in alumni in front of our fans and, you know, in front of my family and I had done something that, you know, I didn't think was, was going to be possible, which was finishing a season, um, you know, on the healthier side and, and then having, you know, the opportunity to then go ahead and, and try to pursue it all at the next level.
0: When we come back, we will talk to Richard Jurgen more about his career at Boston College and what lies ahead for him after his football career ends. Now I want to talk to you about rockauto.com. With e- the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all of the parts you need in a traditional chain auto front storefront why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the counterman orders the partner's computer choosing only brands in the warehouse he happens to carry while you have the computer access in rockauto.com at home and in your pocket now why shop at rockauto.com They are a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go there and you will see everything you need for your car, from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil and even new carpets. Whether you're working on a classic or you're a daily driver, you can get everything you need in a few easy clicks, delivered directly to your door. They're unique, they have reliably low and the same prices for professionals and do-it-for-yourselfers, so why spend twice as much for the same parts at your local store? Go to rockauto.com now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us section so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com. Now, if you've listened to Locked On Boston College, you have heard me talk about Built Bar. They are a delicious chocolate-covered treat that come in 18 amazing flavors with six new flavors that you just have to try. Now, there's 12 original flavors. I just had orange this afternoon, and I can't tell you how good that bar tasted. They're soft. They're easy to chew. And they are so good. Now my wife, I gave her a couple. Now I got her hooked on on Bilt Bars. She wants to try every flavor that I have. I gotta fight her for it because I don't want her touching all my Bilt Bars. No, I'm just kidding. I let her have any type, type she wants. They have German chocolate, raspberry, coconut almond, lemon almond cheesecake. You can get them any, it sounds like any flavor you can think of, they have it at BiltBar.com. Now Bilt Bars is great for the health conscious guy Lose or maintain while indulging in a delicious treat. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. They have everything there in these bars. And they are great for a lunch or for a snack. You use it, you're going to feel good. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Again, use promo code locked on for 20% off at builtbar.com. Uh, this is Locked On Boston College. I want to tell you another, about another great podcast on the Locked On Network, and this is Peacock and Williamson. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Mac Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the NFL. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson Podcast, part of the Locked On Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Now, our second part of the Richard Jurgen interview. And do you still keep in touch with any of your your BC uh, teammates?
1: All the time. All the time. I mean, actually, (laughs) it's funny enough, uh, Max Richardson... He's uh, down here in South Florida training. I just uh, caught up with him earlier today, and we were talking, and we were we were going back and forth about the next stop. Uh, you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta be locked in. You gotta be dialed in. What's the down and distance? We always mess with each other like that, and so <laughs> you know it's just yep. it's just uh, that brotherhood never ends.
0: Right, right. And speaking of you know like with change, Boston College went through a lot of change. Obviously, Coach Adazia moved on to Colorado State. Have you been in touch with any of the new staff members or? You know, I know he, Jeff Halfley, has made it kind of his mission to kind of reach out to the some of the uh, alumni players. Have has he talked to you at all? Or
1: I haven't had a chance to connect with them. I was, um, you know, actually planning on heading up to Boston College, um, you know, for the for the season. But obviously, with the COVID protocols and precautions, I never had a chance to make it up. But um, you know, I still keep in contact with uh, quite a few new coaches that are on the staff, GAs and stuff like that. Nice. So, you know, it's it's always a healthy relationship there.
0: Now, let's get into what we really wanted to talk about. So you're done, you know, football, you know, it's run its course. Now you're on to your next adventure in life. Can you talk to us a little bit about the Richard Jerrigan III Foundation?
1: Yeah. So essentially, my foundation was built off of the principles of technology and education and servicing, um, you know, the digital divide uh, issue that's combated us globally um and, and especially here in south florida has plagued a lot of communities um that are you know underserved um and and, and overlooked um and so you know being uh, from from that type of community myself you know i see that type of issue as being something that shouldn't affect uh you know the ability for a young person to learn and so my my whole premise is to provide technology whether that be laptops wi-fi um, and, and as well as virtual educational programs, um, you know, to to combat that issue.
0: That's so important right now, especially with COVID-19, making certain classrooms going, you know, you got kids that have to, to learn at home, They have, there's kids that are stuck remote, and, you know, you see the differences between the kids that have the, those opportunities and those that don't, and those mm-hmm. to be able to help those kids, it's such a great mission that you have, and so I noticed, I was just checking out your website, you've already gotten some great sponsors. Can you talk a little bit about some of the people that you've connected with?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely been a blessing. Um, you know, I, I've had some connections. I, I actually just spoke to uh, about 20,000 people um, within the Higher Dynamics uh, company. That's uh, one of our sponsors, the CEO, is actually a good mentor of mine, and good friend. Uh, he actually brought me in uh, to speak on behalf of my for-profit entity, Richard Jurgen Enterprises um, as a motivational speaker and, you know, just being able to be on a platform where I can utilize my influence and my voice uh, for change for others is, you know, something that I've always embodied even, even before I got to BC, but even more after BC is just, you know, being a, being a, being a man and woman uh, for others and, you know, other, other, other corporate sponsors such as, you know, GE, in um, Adobe and, and, and other executives that I, I've developed relationships with, um, you know, have, have been you know, a huge, uh, a huge pusher for, you know, everything that I'm doing.
0: I mean, it's, it's great work. It's in, you know, you're going to make a difference in a community, in the communities that could really use it. And I, that's great work, Richard. Now, Richard, where can people follow you on social media? Where can they find your website and, and to make donations if they want to? Where, where do they go?
1: Yeah, uh, you can either go to richardjuergen.com um, and that'll lead you to the RY3 Foundation um, link or you can go directly to the RYI Roman numeral, uh 3 um, Foundation uh, website uh, yourself. Uh, so, you know, honestly, any gift is a gift uh, worth giving and, uh, you know, making a difference in others' lives is, is, is definitely important.
0: All right, Richard the Third, thank you for coming on today. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. All right. On tomorrow's show, we are going to do a recap of BC recruiting in the last 10 years. I'm going to give you five of the biggest recruiting successes Boston College has had during what has been kind of an off period for the program. Also, we're going to look at the basketball program, and I'm going to talk about what the athletics department needs to look at in order to fix a program that has been down for so long. You're not gonna to want to miss this episode, so make sure to check that out. And thank you for listening today. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Boston College SI or the the podcast at Locked On BC. I am AJ Black. I am the editor and publisher of BCBulletin.com. Hope you check out my work there, and I'll see you all again soon for another episode.